0: Wait Till Helen Comes, Chapter 10. If I slept any more that night, I don't remember it. As soon as the gray light of dawn glimmered at the window, I slipped out of bed and tiptoed down the hall to Michael's room. Go away, he mumbled when I shook his shoulder. It's too early to get up. It's important, Michael. Nothing is that important. He tried to pull the blankets over his head. It's not even five thirty, Molly. Are you crazy? Michael, please get up. Please. I saw Helen. I saw her. My voice quivered and my heart beat faster as I remembered what I'd seen in the graveyard. She was horrible. More horrible even than I imagined. Michael squinted up at me. Are you having a nightmare or something? Will you listen to me, Michael? I grabbed his shoulders and shook him again. Heather climbed out the window last night, and I followed her to the graveyard. Helen was there. I saw her, and I heard her. She didn't have eyes, Michael, just dark holes, and her skin was bluish-white like a dead person's. She said she was coming. She'd do what Heather wants, and then she vanished. I clung to him, afraid that at any moment Helen would appear seeking some sort of horrible vengeance. What are we going to do? Michael stared at me. He was wide awake, but I could tell that he didn't believe me. "'Come on, Molly,' he said, pulling away from me to sit up. "'You must have had a nightmare, "'maybe because of that picture of Mrs. Williams showed us, "'and then the fight with Dave and Heather making that big scene. "'Nobody went to the graveyard last night. "'Not Heather and not you. "'You dreamed it.' "'He spoke slowly, calmly, "'as if he were trying to convince himself as well as me. "'I looked away, fiddling with my hair, "'wishing it had been a dream. "'I shook my head.' No, Michael, I didn't dream it. You say Heather climbed out the window. Well, how did she get back in? He groped for his glasses and settled them on his nose. The same way? I stood up as he got out of bed and pulled on a sweatshirt. I'll prove you dreamed it, he said confidently. Come on. Grabbing his bathrobe, I followed him down the hall and out the kitchen door. The morning mist swirled across the lawn like dry ice fog in a Dracula movie, hiding the hedge as well as the graveyard. Somewhere a crow cawed. I shivered as I felt the wet grass under my bare feet. "'Where are we going?' I whispered, fearing he meant to lead me to Helen's grave. Shushing me, Michael went toward my bedroom window. "'She could have climbed out,' he said, "'but she's too short to get back in that way.' "'How about this?' I pointed to an old wooden box lying on its side under the window. She probably stood on it, and it fell over when she got inside. Michael right at the box under the window. Well, I guess she could have, he said doubtfully. You're spying on me again! My scalp prickled at the sound of Heather's voice. She was standing inside, her face pressed against the window screen. You better leave me alone, Heather's voice rose shrilly. I know what you want to do. You want to make Helen go away, but she won't. Not unless I tell her to, and I never will. I looked at Michael, but he was scowling at Heather. You can't scare me, he said scornfully. She's going to get you, Helen's voice dropped to a hiss. Just wait and see. It won't be long now. Heather? Dave came into the room. What's going on? Where's Molly? Heather said, spying on me. Her voice quavered. Hurry, Michael. They won't leave me alone. She was crying now, and I could hear Dave trying to comfort her. Climbing up on the box, Michael peered into the room. She's lying. Dave came to the window. How long is this going to go on? Can't you see what you're doing to her? What kind of a little monster are you anyway? Michael glared at him. Why don't you open your eyes and see what she's really like, he yelled. Michael! Mom took Dave's place at the window. You and Molly get in here this minute. We didn't do anything to her, Michael said without moving from the box. I said come inside. Mom frowned at us. What are you doing out there in your pajamas at six o'clock in the morning? Wasn't last night enough? "'Do we have to start out today with the same business?' Hearing the desperation in her voice, I plucked at Michael's sleeve. "'Do what she says,' I mumbled. Shaking his head at the unfairness of it all, Michael jumped down from the box, and the two of us walked slowly around the house to the back door. My pajamas were wet with dew from the knees down, and my feet were numb with cold. "'Do you, be- do you believe me now?' I asked Michael as we hesitated on the porch, afraid to go inside and face everybody's anger. Not about the ghost, Michael said without looking at me, but I think she did go outside last night. I followed her and I saw Helen. I tried to make him meet my eyes, but he edged away from me and opened the screen door. You imagine that part, he insisted. You heard Heather giving her spiel, pretending to talk to Helen, and you thought you actually saw her, but you didn't see Helen, Molly. You didn't, because she doesn't exist. He walked ahead of me down the hall and went into his room, closing the door behind him. Taking the hint, I went reluctantly to my room. Dave and Heather were gone, but Mom was sitting on my bed waiting for me. Get dressed, she said, as if the very effort of speaking exhausted her you'll catch your death in those wet pajamas. She stood up wearily. I want to talk to you and Michael later. I will be in the kitchen. What mom had to say wasn't very different from what she'd said the night before. I thought you were going to cooperate, she said finally. I hoped you were going to try to be nicer, but what do I wake up to? Heather crying because you and Michael are spying on her. Dave upset and angry, and you two... "'outside in your pajamas. "'I just don't see how you could do it, "'not after the talk we had before we went to bed. "'You don't understand, Mom,' I threw myself at her, "'trying to climb into her lap. "'There's something awful here, "'and it's making everything worse. "'It's not Michael and me. "'It's not even just Heather. "'It's something out there.' "'I gestured out the door toward the graveyard. "'Under the oak tree, a grave. "'What are you talking about?' Mom grasped my shoulders and held me away from her, staring into my eyes. "'It's Helen!' I screamed. "'It's Helen!' Then I began c- crying too hard to talk. "'She thinks Heather has called up a ghost or something,' I heard Mom tell Michael tell Mom, using his mature scientific voice. "'Heather talks about a girl named Helen all the time, but Helen's just something she dreamed up, you know, to scare us with. Well, not me, actually, just Molly.' Oh, Molly. Molly. Mom rocked me, trying to make me stop crying. Not that ghost business again. If I'd have known having a graveyard on our property was going to upset you this much, I'd never have moved out here. It's not my imagination, I gulped. I saw Helen. Mom sighed. Dave says you have a terrible fear of death, she said, and it's manifesting itself in your belief in ghosts. "'Why don't you ask Heather about it?' I pulled away from Mom, angry that she would turn to Dave for an explanation of my behavior and then actually believe him. "'Ask me what?' Heather and Dave appeared in the kitchen doorway. "'Tell them about Helen!' I jumped off Mom's lap and confronted Heather angrily. Shrinking back against Dave, the little girl looked up at me, her eyes wide and clear." Helen, your great friend, tell them what she's going to do when she comes. I glared at her, furious. Tell them how you meet her in the graveyard and in the ruins of Harper House. Daddy, Daddy, what's she talking about? Heather turned away from me and pressed her face against Dave's side, her arms encircling his waist. Make her leave me alone. She's scaring me. That's enough, Molly. Dave gave Heather a hug. "'It's all right, honey.' "'He and Mom looked at each other "'as if they were unsure of what to make of me. "'Are you ready to leave, Jean?' he asked. "'Leave?' I turned to Mom. "'Where are you going?' "'Oh, uh, we thought we'd take Heather with us "'when we go shopping. "'Dave needs to go to the clay supplier, "'and I'm low on some of my paints.' "'Mom toyed with her coffee cup "'as if she were ashamed to meet Michael's and my stare. "'We'll be back sometime this afternoon.' but what about us? I asked. Why can't we go? We thought it would be better to separate you two and Heather, Dave said. You're old enough to take care of yourselves. As I started to protest, Michael interrupted. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Come on, Molly. He picked up his empty cereal bowl and glass and carried them to the sink. Have a nice time, he said to mom, with her. He left the room without looking at anybody, obviously expecting me to follow him. I hesitated for a moment, thinking Mom might change her mind and stay home with us. But she stood up and slung her purse over her shoulder. "'You and Michael behave yourselves,' she said. "'We should be home around three. Giving me a quick hug and a kiss, she whispered, "'And please, Molly, no more talk about ghosts.' She looked at me as if, I, as if she were worried about my sanity." "'I know you're a very imaginative girl, "'but don't get carried away.' "'I stood in the doorway watching them get into the van. "'As Dave pulled away, Heather peered out of the back window. "'When she saw me, she stuck out her tongue. "'Molly?' "'Michael came up behind me, carrying his collecting gear. "'Want to go down to the swamp with me?' "'Normally I would have said no, "'but I didn't want to stay in the house by myself. "'Not today. Not with Helen so close.' So I helped him pack lunches, and we set off for the swamp, following the creek away from Harper House. Although I couldn't help worrying about snakes, Michael assured me we were safe, and slowly I began to relax and enjoy myself. I actually helped him catch a couple of salamanders. He brought along a plastic bowl, which he lined with moss. Adding a little water and a rock, he put the salamanders into their new home and fed them a few insects. "'Are you hungry?' he asked me. "'Sure.' "'We sat down on a fallen tree and ate our sandwiches. "'A bullfrog boomed every now and then "'and from somewhere in the swamp, "'and I watched a snapping turtle hoist himself "'out of the water to bask in the sunlight. "'Overhead, a blue jay screamed and a crow answered. "'Do you really think I imagined seeing Helen?' "'I asked Michael, unable even here "'to forget what had happened in the graveyard. "'You must have.' "'Michael took a big bite of his sandwich "'and chewed it noisily. "'Then why do you think she seemed so real?' I watched the turtle flop back into the water. She was just as real as you are. Maybe, and believe me, I hate to say it. Maybe Dave is right about your being scared of dying. Okay, but aren't you scared? Isn't everybody? Michael poked a stick into the water and watched the long-legged skater bug skitter away from it. Okay, it's like nuclear war, Molly. If I think about it, I get really scared, so I just don't let myself. There's no sense in worrying about things you can't change. I envied the way my little brother could dismiss scary thoughts. What do you think happens when people die, though? Do you think part of you lives forever? I watched him stir the water with his stick, frowning down at our reflections. Or do you think it's just like going to sleep and never waking up? I persisted i don't know michael turned to me i told you i don't like to think about things like that then you are scared just like me maybe but i don't go around claiming i saw a ghost no i gazed out at the water but suppose you did see one michael if helen is real it means something think what it would be like to be alone for all eternity i shivered and drew my knees up to my chest Hugging them, I realized how unhappy Helen must be. How afraid. How alone. "'If she's alone,' I mused more to myself than to Michael, "'she must want a friend, someone to keep her company. Those children, the one Mr. Simmons told us about? Suppose Helen lured them into the pond so they'd stay with her forever?' Michael took off his glasses and rubbed them on his T-shirt. "'You really are getting morbid, Molly.' Suppose Helen wants Heather to be with her, too. I remember the struggle she had put up when we dragged her away from the pond. Heather could be one of the one who's in danger, Michael, not us. Michael sighed in exasperation. If I hear much more about Helen, I'm going to get as crazy as you and Heather are. Rising to his feet, he picked up a bowl of salamanders. You really are a lot of fun, he added when I started to cry. I just couldn't help it where are you going I called as he walked back as he walked off into the woods back to the church he said without looking at me